0: Good afternoon, Metro Augusta. This is Janice Allen Jackson welcoming you to the February 17th edition of Local Matters, a show designed to make you a more confident voter and a more engaged citizen. Today's show is brought to you by the Security Federal Bank, as well as Janice Allen Jackson and Associates. As you are aware, I have been covering various projects related to SPLOST 8 in Richmond County. We will be asked to return to the polls starting February 22nd, being the first day of early voting, and ending on the actual election day of March 16th to decide one issue, and that is whether we vote yes or no on SPLOST 8. Today, we will talk generally about the SPLOST and why it is that the business community has chosen to support this referendum. But before we get to that, I want to discuss something that is happening in the, in Atlanta right now, and that is a review of the citizen arrest laws in Georgia. As you may recall, back in February, Ahmaud Arbery was killed by uh, a couple of people, a father and son duo, who saw him jogging through their neighborhood and later told law enforcement that they believed that he had committed a burglary. Initially, the district attorney's office in Glen County decided that uh, his fatal shooting was justified because it occurred during a citizen's arrest. Now, Governor Kemp is looking at that and calling upon state legislators and others to come together to rewrite that law. Um, As you look back, you'll see that that law was actually enacted during the Civil War. Uh, So that is completely outdated. Probably was not a really good law back then, but completely outdated now. Uh, And we'll get a chance to see the outcome of discussions in regard to revision of that law hopefully with the goal of a safer Georgia for all of us. I have a special guest with me today, but of course, I think all of my guests are special. Uh, Today, I have Sue Parr. She is the president and chief executive officer of the Augusta Metro Chamber. How are you doing today, Sue? I'm fine, Janice. Thank you for having me. I am so glad that you could be with me because as i explained to my audience at the conclusion of last week's program augusta employees cannot go out and advocate for a special purpose local option sales tax they can provide information they can educate the public They can make presentations, but they cannot express a preference one way or another for whether they believe that their audience should vote for the tax. Because of that, historically, the Metro Chamber has partnered with the city and others, community leaders, uh, to let people know about the tax and to say that, yes, we think this is a good idea. So you're
1: here today to tell us why this is a good idea, right? I am. I am. You know, the Chamber of Commerce, we are an advocacy organization. We are the voice of the business community, and uh, we are a good partner when it comes to these types of you know, SPLOSS 8 is a policy referendum. It's a decision by the voters um, in, in the case of SPLOS to continue to invest in our community. And uh, we feel that we want to have a, a voice in that process and that we also can not just educate uh, citizens of our community, but, but educate the business community itself.
0: And you mentioned the advocacy organization. You all actually have an advocacy committee, I believe?
1: We do. And so uh, just to give you a little bit of the background about how we look at these types of uh, SPLOST referendums is that we review the projects. um, And we, even before the projects are finalized, we're actually part of those conversations about uh, different kinds of projects that we think should be included in SPLOST. Um, We had many conversations with members of the commission and gave them our views on particular projects that we thought were important. We have an advocacy committee made up of volunteers uh, from our member businesses that review it. And then they make a recommendation to our full board of directors. And uh, in December, our full board of directors uh, voted unanimously uh, for the chamber to endorse SPLOST 8, And then that gives us the opportunity then to go out into the community um, and start educating, uh, not just our members, but um, through our collaborations with the campaign committee, we can also educate voters.
0: Okay, very good. Uh, And some people may think that that sounds a little unusual that the business community is interested in a tax uh, because normally, uh, not always, but many times, when the business community is community is advocating, they're advocating for fewer taxes. Fewer taxes, um, yes. because they believe that if they pay fewer taxes, that gives them more money that they can reinvest in their businesses, more money that they can use to pay employees, et cetera, et cetera. So it seems almost counterintuitive. So, can you tell me why is
1: it the business community here is in supporting a special purpose local option sales tax? Well, there's many different types of taxes. And I think why the business community is always very interested in potentially advocating for a sales tax is that, first of all, it's a consumption tax. It's spread over a a wide uh, base of of people who are purchasing things, purchasing based on their incomes, Um, but it is a consumption tax, which is largely believed to be uh, a very uh, good tax and that, again, it spreads it spreads the cost over many people, as opposed to um, higher property taxes, as opposed to other types of taxes um, that would potentially make the cost of doing business more expensive and in our county. And then specifically in Augusta, Richmond County, the business also sees Um, that a considerable amount of the sales tax is actually paid by the robust tourism industry that we have. And so we're not only spreading the cost uh, of a consumption tax uh, to pay for the capital investment uh, that this county needs to make, but also spreading that over a diverse population that isn't just county residents. Okay. And, and that
0: which leads me into a point that's very significant. I remember a few years ago when I was out educating people about SPLOS 7, one of the points we made was that all of the money does not come from people who live right here in uh, Augusta and Richmond County. Um, anybody who is shopping at the mall, uh, coming into town for whatever reason, uh, those people are also contributing to raising the $250 million that we see here projected for supply state.
1: Yes, we commissioned the study through uh, UGA five years ago and uh, discovered that, and it's a complicated calculation because uh, the economists look at what the sales tax revenues are for county, what the income uh, and population of that county is and makes a number of different types of calculations, but we know that it, at least 50% um, for, so for every dollar that is being spent um, for, for SPloS, out of $250 million, you can kind of uh, make the calculation that 50% of that $250 million Or $125 million is actually money that's being invested in our county that isn't even being spent by the people that live here. So, you know, if there's a, a dollar's worth of road resurfacing being done as a resident that drives that road every day, I'm only really paying 50 cents. So it's a really good, it's like, you know, it's like a great sale. And uh, we, uh, you know, again, another reason why the chamber is always very interested in potentially advocating for sploss because we are getting a, a great return on our investment by people that come here and use those roads. You know, we are, if you look at the demographics of Augusta, we import, um, you know, significant Uh, workers every day from other counties uh, because of the number of jobs that are centrally located in Augusta Richmond County. And those folks are, again, are using the roads and, and spending their money on sales taxes in this county. And so we have to provide all those services. So again, a consumption tax, like a sales tax, people are using and buying in those areas is a great way to spread that cost.
0: Yeah, that sounds good. And when you look at the list of projects, Um, as we went over them, it looks like $22.4 million is going towards public safety. 65.8 million is going toward various quality of life-related projects. $9 million is going for general administrative types of expenses. $78 million is for infrastructure projects. $19 million is for government facilities. 46.5 million for economic development. And then Augusta also shares about $9 million with Hepzibah and Blythe, which are uh, both located within Richmond County, but aren't part of the consolidated Augusta government. They have their own separate uh, elected officials there. So they'll also get $9 million for that total of $250 million. So if you look at all of those projects, as I know you have, uh, can you just kind of share with our listeners what your favorite uh,
1: projects are? Certainly, um, and, and you know, again, there's there's a lot uh, a lot of projects on this list. I think there's 46 different projects that are um, uh, identified within the SPLOST Eight uh, project list, but. Uh, I, I would like to start by just saying uh, the James Brown arena. Uh, there's going to be a $25 million investment in a in the new James Brown um, uh, arena, which will really ultimately end up being a, a consolidated project between the existing Bell Auditorium and the existing arena, but we'll drastically transform the entire campus into something new and and very unique uh, within the southeast region I believe after that project is completed hopefully within the next three to four years that we will be even a more significant destination than what we already are for um, whether it's uh, concerts or or sport athletic events or even uh, you know, we've, uh, in some respects, our, our conferencing facilities have, um, you know, we, we, we need to continue to expand that because as a cyber destination, we're continuing to attract a lot of technology conferences. And so we need, we need additional conference space. We need additional uh, you know, facilities for grad, for school graduation. So James Brown Arena, I think it's a great project. Um, you know, as I look down through the, the, a lot of the projects, the fact that we are investing in quality of life is so very important. You know, the chamber in representing the business community is very concerned about the recruitment and attraction of talent. It's what every business is very concerned about. And because of the millennial and the Z generations who don't necessarily, you know, work to live, they really, uh, you know, approach their occupations and where they live very differently. And unless you have a community that is offering, you know, lots of recreational amenities and lots of opportunities and outdoor space and parks and family space, you really aren't going to be competitive. So when you look at the significant investment that's going into quality of life of 65 million dollars, uh, that's very very exciting. So that is always a favorite uh, on from a business perspective. And then you've got what I call the meat and potatoes of our splost investments, which is road resurfacing and the drainage issues that we have to address. You know, water policy is also very important to the chamber, and you know uh, Augusta Richmond County. Uh, You know, a lot of it is, um, uh, you know, we have flood issues, um, and and we have to work with folks like the Corps of Engineers to make sure that we have flood mitigation plans and drainage. Um, I'm excited every day when I drive down uh, Washington Road and see the boats out on uh, Lake Olmstead Lake doing the dredging that we need to do. Um, So drainage, uh, road resurfacing, making sure that those neighborhood streets um, get the proper attention that they deserve uh, is really really important. So I have a lot of favorites on the list, but those would those would be at the top.
0: Uh, you know, Sue, thanks for that. And as I look at the list as it relates to infrastructure, um, I see twenty three point five million dollars for road resurfacing, um, which you know highlights what you indicated. Three and a half million dollars for traffic safety improvements um, and also for people who live in East Augusta, uh, which is my home base and the home base of uh, many of my listeners. Uh, there's eight million dollars in for Uh, storm drainage improvements in East Augusta. I think the Marion Homes area now, I believe, is completed. Now now the challenge is to get into the other phases related to other sections of East Augusta. So there's money in for that, as well as drainage improvements in the Wilkinson Gardens area and and some others. So um, there seems to be a pretty significant uh, uh, investment in infrastructure related issues, be it roads, drainage, uh, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, as you talked about quality of life, just to highlight those, uh, $6 million for Dyess Park, uh, 5 million for Fleming Park, 3 million for the Fleming Tennis Center, 4 million for the Newman Tennis Center. Six million spread out among four different neighborhood type parks. So um, there is money there in in relationship to what you said uh, to spread out throughout the community, it appears, for investments related to infrastructure and quality of life.
1: Yes, you know, it was interesting as I was putting together a lot of information that we're going to be sharing with members. um, The city's staff was was nice enough to send me some photographs of projects that were done um, through SPLOS 7. And when you went down through all of the park improvements, um, you know, which virtually was in every part of the county, whether it was new playground equipment or new signage, or, you know, again, um, new areas of, of building out um, some of the buildings, um, you know, the aquatic center uh, completely transformed from what it was before, uh, you can really start to see that these capital investments that this floss provides for are, are truly, truly important to our community. Okay. Yes, they are.
0: And as we were just discussing the various projects, if somebody wants to know, if our listeners wanna go study in detail about what projects Uh, are uh, included on the list, what is the best place for them to go to find that
1: information? Well, we've made it very easy for members and, of course, the public. Um, They can simply go to AugustaMetroChamber.com. We have a pop-up box um, right on our homepage. And if you just click where it says BLOST 8, and uh, you will be directed to a two-page brochure. So if you just kind of want a little bit of information, uh, that will give you a very brief two-page overview of uh, what Squaw State is all about. And then there's also an opportunity uh, for you to click um, to the augustaga.gov website that will then take you to the document center and give you a very detailed list of every single project on the list.
0: Okay. And I think as we had talked about earlier, on the city's website, they also include a listing of every project that was requested. Yes. And then um, what the the first one that you go to on your website right now shows the specific projects that have been approved. Correct. So if they're looking for the the project list that was adopted by the commission, it would say Augusta, Georgia's FLOS 8 list adopted by the commission on December 8th of 2020. And I think any document before that probably just includes all of everything that was requested. I, I think, what was the number again you told me about the total request. $900
1: Nine hundred million dollars in project requests, and um, you know, I I hope you know again as we continue to grow. What what's also very interesting to me about SLOs is that the better we do, and you know, uh, the more money we're able to garner, uh, the closer we get to finally hoping to fulfill you know more and more projects every time we do a SLOs referendum. Janice, as you know, our SLOs go until we collect all the money. Um, that we uh, were, were to collect. And so in another five years, um, you know, hopefully instead of being 250 million, our economy has grown to the point where maybe it's going to be 300 or 350 million dollars for the next five years so that we really get to continue to not just, you know, grow what we're doing, but really uh, expand the scale of what a splost can do.
0: All All right. Very good. Um, And again, just kind of a little bit more want to go into uh, one of the other project areas that we haven't talked about a lot. Um, But um, the instance with public safety, uh, over $22 million there in that category. uh, A lot of it seems to go toward uh, vehicles and facilities for the most part. one of those facilities is the Richmond County Correctional Institute uh, new facility. If people are not familiar with that, we actually, the, this, the Richmond County actually is one of, I think 23 counties in the state that houses uh, prisoners from uh, state, pr- they're in the state prison system and they come to RCCI. If you see folks on the side of the road working, uh, those are typically the RCCI uh, prisoners. They provide a good deal of labor. I know I go down to the Riverwalk and that's where I get my exercise a lot of times, at least when the weather's good and I'll see the, the crews out there. So this, our community has had benefit of their free labor, um, but we do have to make sure that they're housed appropriately. So there's money there to, to replace, or at least start the replacement process for that facility um, and, uh, public safety is one of those things I'm sure from a business standpoint
1: is really important to, to our businesses, correct? Absolutely. You know, and, and, um, you know, that's a great, uh, you know, a great opportunity, um, to, again, I think that facility is 60 years old, but, um, you know, it's, I, I also want to point out that, that this Boston includes a new juvenile court for, facility. Um, you know, right now the juvenile court, um, you know, is sort of, Uh, In a lot of different places and certainly has a lot of challenges with um, making sure that our, um, our young people are, you know, have the ability to um, address what needs to be addressed in their lives in a, in a, in a great facility in a facility that, um, you know, addresses their unique needs. And so we're again $6 million has been allocated for a new juvenile court facility.
0: Okay, great, great. On public safety end. Um, uh, Sue, before we get ready to wrap up, is there anything else you want to share with our listeners?
1: Well, early voting starts on February 22nd. And uh, of course, absentee ballots are certainly available. If you go to the Secretary of State website, you can request an absentee ballot. Um, We would obviously encourage people to do that. We should be very good pros, all of us. On how to uh, absentee ballot and request those and vote by mail. Um, we, because this vote is on March 16th, um, it's getting very close, a um, little over a month away. So, uh, If you want to vote early, you can do that on February 22nd. If you want to vote by mail, you can request an absentee ballot. Uh, But the polls will be open on March 16th. And this is the only uh, item on the agenda. You know, when you go to vote, um, it's going to be the only thing. So we hope that we have a good turnout of people that want to keep uh, vision and progress front and center for Augusta. So please vote on March 16th. All right, and one other question, I'm gonna ask
0: one more time to for you to direct them to this information on your website. And then I also want to make sure that if people want to get yard signs, if they wanna post something,
1: where do they do that? So we have yard signs available here at the Augusta Metro Chamber of Commerce. We're located in downtown Augusta at 110th Street, which is the Augusta Riverfront Center. We're right on the first floor. Um, if you would like a yard sign, um, just come in, Our um, Valerie, who is our office manager, will be happy to, to get that for you. Um, you can pretty much just pull in the pull, the little circle drive out here, put your blinker on, we're right on the first floor, and pick up your sign. Um, our website, again, is AugustaMetroChamber.com. Uh, when you uh, go to our website, right on our landing page is a big box in the lower left-hand corner that says Splost 8, And if you click on that, you'll go to uh, an information sheet uh, that will give you kind of a high-level preview and information about the projects. And then if you scroll down to the bottom of the second page of that informational brochure, we'll give you a link to the city's website where you can get all of the detailed information that you might be interested in uh, right from the city website.
0: All right. Sue, thanks so much for being my guest today. Uh, and we appreciate everything that you and the Chamber of Commerce have done to make sure that uh, Augusta is moving forward in the right direction.
1: Well, thank you, Janice. Uh, appreciate the opportunity to be with you today. And, you know, congratulations on this great uh, podcast and all that you are doing. Local matters, it really does. And congratulations to you. Thank you.
0: I certainly hope you found Ms. Parr's comments to be very informative and leaving you better prepared to decide how you will vote in the upcoming referendum. I also want to remind you to check the website of Security Federal Bank. You go to securityfederalbank.com on the Contact Us page. There is uh, a toll free phone number there. It is 1-866- Eight five one three thousand that is one eight six six eight five one three thousand. If you are interested in any banking services, but in particular, the Paycheck Protection Program, which has been offered by the federal government, Security Federal is one of the lenders that is handling that. Uh, Last time, I think I talked about uh, small business owners and self-employed individuals. I also want to make sure that nonprofit organizations as well as churches know that they could, in fact, be eligible for this program. As well. So if you call that toll free number, there will be people there who can talk to you and kind of talk you through whether you meet the eligibility criteria. And as well, there is a form, very simple, fill out the name, email address, your phone number, the reason for contacting the bank, uh, and uh, what location is closer, what uh, security federal location is closest to you. Uh, You just type in what your question is and hit submit. And that way, uh, you don't have to wait on hold or anything like that. You can just put in your data, they'll get back to you to let you know uh, what the next step is in terms of getting an application in for the Paycheck Protection Program. Uh, As I also indicated, Security Federal Bank really wants to reach out to uh, members of our community, uh, small business owners, churches, and the like, uh, and specifically uh, people of color. Uh, As a community development financial institution, it's their responsibility to meet the underserved where they are. Uh, So please give them a try to see if they can help you secure funding necessary to uh, make payroll for your business or organization uh, and to help fund your needs. Uh, also want to get prepared for upcoming shows. I'm going to try to do at least a couple of more shows related to Splost 8. Uh, hopefully uh, we'll have a representative from the Augusta Recreation and Parks Department to talk about a number of key parks projects that are on the project list, as well as having someone from the Economic Development Authority to talk about the economic development related projects on the SPLOSS list. As always, it's my goal to make sure that you are informed uh, and I'm going to do my best to uh, make that happen for you. In the event that you missed a show, uh, please go to my website, Allenjackson.weebly.com. I have a local matters tab there and you can go there and hear any show that uh, I have done since I began the program back in March of last year. Uh, those programs are also available at SoundCloud. Uh, so you can go there, uh, listen and take advantage of the knowledge that we're providing. I close with my favorite Bible verse from 2 Timothy 1, verse 7. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. This show is designed to contribute to each of those, giving you the power that comes with knowledge, demonstrating love for your local community, and offering you wisdom for decision-making so that you possess a sound mind when it comes to these topics. Please tune in next Wednesday at 1.30 p.m. here on WKZK, 1600 AM, 103.7 FM, and WKZK.net, because local matters.